I'm your host, Kurt Sandig, and welcome to Paranormal Almanac. In America's Southwest lies a monument that has a mysterious past. No one really knows who paid for it or who designed it, but it gets thousands of visitors every year. If you're traveling through Elbert County, Georgia, you're probably there for one thing only. The Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones, or America's Stonehenge as it's also known, sit atop a barren knoll made from five massive slabs of polished granite. The rocks are each 16 feet tall, with four of them weighing more than 20 tons apiece. Together, they support a 25,000-pound capstone and they rise out of the earth in a star pattern. In June 1979, a man using the pseudonym Robert C. Christian hired the Albertson Granite Finishing Company on behalf of, quote, a small group of loyal Americans, and they commissioned the monument. Christian told Joe Fendley of Albertson Granite that the stones would function as a compass, calendar, and clock, and should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Now, Joe assumed that Christian was, quote, a nut and attempted to discourage him by giving a, quote, several times higher than any project that his company had ever taken, explaining that the Guidestones would require such additional tools and consultants and that he's never done a project of this magnitude before. But to Joe's astonishment, Christian agreed to the price and explained that he represented an anonymous group which had been planning the Guidestones for nearly 20 years. Joe Fenley is the only living person who knows Christian's identity, and he's kept it a secret to this day. And even though he has dined with Christian periodically since the Guidestone constructions and chatted with him, anytime any reporter or anyone has asked him about Christian's identity, he says he made a deal with them. He shook hands with them that his identity would be kept secret, and he plans to take that to his grave. Now, some people think that the New World Order is the anonymous organization and that Christian himself is none other than Ted Turner, but we'll get to that in a minute. But let's get back to the construction of the site. Christian delivered a scale model of the Guidestones and 10 pages of specifications to Joe. The five-acre land was purchased by Christian on October 1, 1979 from farm owner Wayne Muline with the agreement that Muline and his children were given lifetime cattle grazing rights on the Guidestone site. The monument was unveiled on March 22, 1980, before an audience of upwards of 400 people. It is thought that Christian was not there during the unveiling. Now, years later, Christian transferred the ownership of the land and the Guidestones to Elbert County, where they remain to this day. So what's so mysterious about this monument? First, the astronomical holes and carvings and the alignments of the stones themselves. They were erected to align to astronomical events such as the center column has a hole that points to the North Star. There's a slot that aligns with the sun's solstices and equinoxes. And there's an aperture in the capstone that marks noontime throughout the year, as well as the fact that the entire structure is a sundial. A message consisting of a set of ten guidelines or principles is engraved on the Georgia Guidestones. It's engraved in eight different languages, one language on each face of the four large upright stones. Moving clockwise around the structure from due north, these languages are English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. The ten guidelines are these. 1. 
maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. This one alone seems pretty startling, considering that right now the human population of the Earth is 7.6 billion people. Now, are these guidestones a message for us or for a future population after a natural or man-made disaster that will wipe out 80% of the population? Some people think that this first guideline is a message from the Antichrist, while others think that it's a warning from the New World Order of an impending cleansing, giving the other rules. What are the other rules? Well, number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. The fact that it includes diversity actually puts me a little bit more at ease. Had they not put that part in there, I would have been a little bit more worried about the whole Nazi-esque vibe of it. Number three, Unite humanity with a living new language. Again, this one seems weird for today's society. Are we all going to start speaking a new living language? And if so, what new living language? Where is it coming from? That's why I'm beginning to think that people might be right, that this is actually a guideline for a future population after the apocalypse or a natural disaster or man-made disaster. Basically, after Trump blows us all to hell will have these guidestones. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. That one seems pretty good. I'm fine with that one. I wish there was more tempered reason, especially with today's society. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Again, in 2017, that one sounds like a damn good guideline that we should all be listening to. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Well, we definitely need a world court because right now, as you all are aware, Trump and Kim Jong-un are about to destroy each other and us with them because they're a bunch of childish babies. So, again, I think that one's fine. I like that one, actually. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Well, I've said Trump's name enough, but he's a useless official. We should avoid him. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. I like that one as well. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I don't know. That one seems kind of hippy-dippy for me, but uh, there is something good about truth, beauty, and love being prized. So, sure, I like that one as well. Number 10 is the one that I seem to connect with the most. Number 10 is be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. I think we can all agree that that is the last thing that humanity has on its mind right now. We're wiping out nature at an alarming rate right now. Again, I'm okay with most of these. It's the first one that still worries me. Another theory is that the message is from the Freemasons. The granite used is the same blue pyramid granite used in Mason Lodges, Ted Turner and his associate, Robert Carter Cook, are both Freemasons and believe in eugenics, which is absolutely terrifying. They both had the money and the power to have this monument created and its mystery behind it contained. Even the town Elbertson was named after a Mason and founded by them. Now, there's a lot of theories going on about the Freemasons when people were kicked out of the Freemasons around this time for not agreeing to the guidestones that are on the Internet, but I couldn't find anything definitive about it. So let's get back to the message in the Guidestones, or rather to one particular piece, the time capsule. Near the monument on the ground is this stone. It says, time capsule placed six feet below this spot on, to be opened on, and then no dates given. 
Conspiracy theorists say that the date is a puzzle on a top corner cube, which used to lie at the top of one of the vertical stones where the capstone met it. The odd thing is that this stone was stolen in 2009, only to reappear back in place in 2014. Now, the entire Georgia Guidestones are supposedly monitored 24-7 by police with cameras, yet no one saw the stone being stolen or the stone being put back in place. Now, when that cube was put back in place, there were different markings on it, and these markings are 8, 16, 20, 14, MM, JAM. What these markings mean is another mystery. Some people say that it's a date, 8-16-2014. Nothing of significance happened on 8-16-2014. Now, another one is that it's actually 8-14-2016. But yet again, nothing of significance happened on that date either. Now, the MM is theorized to be a Mason's mark but no one knows what the JAM stands for. So there's a lot of websites that go on about what these stones could possibly mean, and depending on which website, because they're all written before 2014, they said that it was going to be the end of the world on 2014, 8-16-2014 or 8-14-2016, but thankfully, as we all know, the end of the world didn't happen then. Now, there's other people that say that those dates, the placed on this spot on blank to be opened on blank, those dates will be filled in right before this known apocalypse. So unlike that stone being, unlike that cube being stolen and replaced, hopefully someone is watching this time capsule cube to, or that time capsule stone to see if someone's writing a date on there. And if they are, please let me know because I'd like to have a little bit of heads up. No matter what the guide stones are or who built them, it does seem like an odd monument to be built and then given to the city. Now, I can see why Albertson, Georgia is protecting the monument. It's because it's a tourist attraction. I really don't think that many people would have been traveling to Albertson, Georgia had it not been for these guidestones. But I don't think that's why they were initially built. I personally think that they are a message to a future population. Because, frankly, the way we're going, we're going to destroy ourselves. We're going to blow ourselves up. And we're going to need a guidestone, if you will, a Ten Commandments, if you will. I don't necessarily believe or agree with the Ten Commandments they chose, but I didn't make them. But what do you think the guidestones are? Who do you think built them? Have you been there? I personally can't wait to go there and see them for myself, but I want to hear from you guys. Have you been there? What do you think they are? What do you think that cube means with those numbers and those letters? Let me know on Facebook. That seems to be the best place for me to keep in contact with you guys. Paranormal Almanac on Facebook. While you're on Facebook, please send me a message with your own stories. If I like your story enough, I'll tell it on the air, or hopefully I'll have you on the air to tell your story yourself. And while you're on Facebook, please take another second and jump on over to iTunes and click subscribe. That's really going to help get the word out about Paranormal Almanac. And if you can, please leave me a rating and a review. I hope it's a good one. I really hope you guys like what you're hearing. If you don't, message me on Facebook and tell me what you don't like about the show, how I can improve, what topics you want to hear. Anything I can do to make this show better, I would really appreciate it. Thank you again for listening to Paranormal Almanac. Paranormal Almanac.